0: So I'm going to quote the great DJ Khaled here and say there's another one. There's another podcast up and coming that I want to show to you. You may have not heard of it before, and I can't wait to show it off. So let's get started. I know that was an awful reference, and that's okay. That's that's all right. So anyways, I'm Grant for Podcast of the Day. And today's podcast is called Word for Word. It is a a a podcast based on the Australian Dictionary, the Macquarie Dictionary and the podcast itself is about the English language and especially the Australian English language. Now, it is a Part of English obviously but Australian English does has its own little quirks and uh, funny little things to it and it's super interesting I had no idea there were so many crazy words that were that are in the Australian tongue and it's just it's fascinating to hear and uh, it's honestly been one of my favorite podcasts to listen to so far in terms of Uh, hearing different words. I know there's quite a few podcasts out there specifically about dialect or language or or just words in general. And this one does it really well. So I can't wait to show you this to you. Um, I have some clips for you from a uh, episode that they they did on on like social media and uh, trending words and all of that stuff. So here are a couple of clips for you.
1: I'm at the games den, it's Thursday night, games night. A bunch of groups have gathered here to play board games and role playing games. So I am coming along to ask about favourite words. What are you guys playing first? Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. So do you need to get me up to speed to where we are in this game, or is that literally yeah, impossible? <laughs>
0: We've been press-ganged into a pirate ship. My favourite word is syzygy. I believe syzygy is an alignment of the planets. I guess because it's such an oddly spelt word, uh, it has no vowels.
2: It's S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y. The word is obstreperous. I love the word because it sounds really funny, but it also um, holds its meaning in the way that you say it.
1: The Dungeon Master is scary. I don't want to interrupt him. He's looking very stern. Hang on. Dungeon Master,
2: um, can you stop being
1: scary? For I just wanted to interrupt you really quickly to ask uh, if you have a favourite word.
2: Yes, yeah, singularity.
1: It's like time travel related stuff, is that right?
2: Singularity is a encompassing term. It can also be used for wormhole and other things.
0: Defenestration
1: means when someone pushes someone out of a window.
2: Defenestration.
1: Oh my god, that was the last word. Somebody just beat you to it.
0: It actually originated in the 1500s in Germany as just like an angry letter between two lords. He came up with the word and he kind of mashed a bit of Latin and French and stuff he's like, yeah, it's a word to show off how educated he was. Subtle. Because
2: in its spelling it is itself subtle. And I don't think there's a word for a word that personifies itself.
1: Going to add up yours now, because I have zero. <laughs> Susuration. So I first discovered the word in a Terry Pratchett book. And the way they describe it in the book is it's the sound that the trees make. I would say it's probably moist. Okay. My friend, you stand alone. I kinda like that it makes people skin crawl. I love it.
0: Uh, fenestrated.
1: <laughs> Do you know what? That's the third time I've heard. Well, actually, I heard defenestrated. So what's fenestrated?
0: You're right. Defenestrated is
1: what I was thinking. Yes. You guys are a violent bunch. Alex, tell me about your work and your life online. Where do you spend your time online? Oh,
2: goodness. Um, probably the best way to answer that question is to look at my most recent job. So for two years, I worked at Junkie, which is... Um, an Australian sort of pop culture politics title specifically targeting say people under 25 basically my job consisted of just taking anything that was current or anything that was trending and filtering out all the crap and presenting what was I guess vital in a way that people could understand
1: and didn't have to um, so they didn't have to do that filtering yes, themselves. Yes,
2: exactly. It, it got very easy to recognise when something on the internet was only going to last for another couple of days or whether something would go a bit wider and then eventually you would hear your mum talking about it or using that <laughs> word.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, when your mum's dropping like on fleek, it's here, it's it landed, well, it's well, that, arrived. That, no, that
2: means it's dead.
1: Pause for definition. On fleek means on point or excellent. And also, ouch, on behalf of my mum. A lot
2: of what we consider internet slang has origins in african-american vernacular english or in lgbt and drag circles uh, so things like on fleek bay lit fire i i sound so ridiculous the thing most of them have in common is that they were often used for a pretty long time uh, and then they were picked up and to an extent co-opted by white teenagers mm-hmm. um And then further co-opted by brands, by the media. And
1: spills out of the US into other countries. Yeah, and by
2: the time we get it, it's sort of been stripped of its origins. So there were a couple of clips. I hope you enjoyed. I know I did. And I actually get to speak
0: with the creator behind it, or at least one of the main people behind it, and that is Kate Sherrington. Uh, and unfortunately, we had to do some some crazy call stuff considering she is based in Australia and I'm based in the US. We had to pretty much call each other at opposite times of the day. So she was on at like 7 in the morning and I had to get on at like 7 six in the evening or something along those lines so um, I appreciated her her effort and uh, it was a great interview so here is the interview in its entirety
1: I'm uh, Kate Sherrington Um, I work for Pam McMillan who are the publisher who um, who published Macquarie and on the podcast word for word Um, I am the host but I also um, I'm kind of the every woman (laughs) I I um, I produced the show, essentially. I edit it. Um, it's a bit of a cottage industry. We do it all um, ourselves. And I'm not a, you know, I'm not a lexicographer. I am um, not a linguist. Though so I am a word lover. Um, so I'm kind of that, that voice in the show. Um, I'm sort of trying to substitute myself for the audience as someone who doesn't necessarily um, know all the nitty-gritty of this stuff. And I'm trying to get it out of... Um, the the editors who are just um treasure troves of of knowledge about language
0: how did you get started with this podcast and this whole uh, <laughs> this whole show
1: um so the publisher sort of proposed it to me um someone had given her the idea to do it i think um i think the illusionist i don't know if you've heard that show um but that was the sort of inspiration for for doing it she thought okay. you know um we know stuff about words. We could make a cool podcast about words. Um, so she asked if it's something that I'd be interested in doing and because she knows I sort of, I love um, podcasts and listen to a lot of podcasts. So, um, yeah, I bit a hand off thinking, you know, that's not an offer you kind of get every day. And I thought it was such great material potentially to work with. Um and knowing knowing the editors and knowing how much good stuff and anecdotes and nuggets of history that they have in their brains and imagine. how much yeah, oh, they're just they're incredible. So so working with them, I know that stuff, and I get to hear that stuff sort of behind the scenes. But I knew other people would love that stuff too. So um, yeah, that was that was how it sort of began. Um, and then it was a matter of, um, yeah, figuring figuring out how to actually make it. Um, which was probably the harder part. But right. yeah, we got there. That sounds
0: really fun to be honest. I've I've always been a fan of learning words and their origins and how they came to be. So I I feel like that's a super cool gig.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so it's super fun for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Um I feel like every time I sit down with them I'm just I just get to like, you know learn cool stuff and not just the editors but like the guests we have on um you know it's it's great it's lovely to just be able to um kind of consume (laughs) you know their knowledge um yeah it's wonderful
0: sure and so um the first season what have you uh learned throughout the process i mean did you were you familiar with podcasts before you got into this or was it sort of uh going from the ground up type deal
1: um I guess a little of both like I listen I actually I write a newsletter about podcasts um called The Audit where I Oh yeah yep. I, I I do it with my sister and I recommend podcasts um so I listen to a ton like a like a serious ton of of podcasts and have been for, for years like a little, probably a few too many to be honest with you um it's very time consuming um so I knew what I wanted it to sound like and I knew what I didn't like and what I did like I'm maybe because I listen to to so much I hate when shows are really um I guess no I don't I don't hate it there's always a time and a place but it's um I prefer something to sound you know edited and um sort of uh, a bit tighter like there's rather than sort of um a loose rambling kind of um something longer i wanted it to be 20 minutes i wanted it to feel structured into segments um i wanted to use sound and music a little bit to you know i didn't want to do anything too flashy but i wanted it to feel um sort of produced in a way um so that i kind of knew how i wanted to sound but knowing knowing what you want it to be is there's a huge gulf obviously between being able then to achieve that so um that was that was probably the hardest part was learning the kind of production um uh, elements of it and and I'm still massively on a on a learning curve with that like you know I still I, I still hear everything that's wrong with, <laughs> with what me. I record um, but but yeah I think we um, we figured it out and the rest of the team as well is sort of um, getting a bit more um, involved now in that production aspect of it so we um so I've got some some backup now <laughs> which is good um, oh, that's awesome. yeah yeah yeah
0: have you had any favorite episodes that you've done so far or do you kind of like them all the same or
1: um good question it's been a little while since we finished season one so i'm sort of think sort of thinking back on it um i loved the the internet words um episode just because i love talking about internet slang and language online um just because it's so like funny and weird and it um changes all the time and i I like how it's sort of like an insider community who like comes up with this language and um, when you learn how to use it, you kind of, you're in, you know what I mean? Right. Um, there's, yeah, I loved all of that. We talked about emoji and um, all kinds of stuff. And I also, um, I also had a chat with a romance um, writer and editor, which was very funny where they talked about the, the language of, um, of writing romance novels um, and the sort of tricks of the trade and, um, which was also, also great. Um, but I love the, um, I think I love the word histories, um, the best probably, um, when Sue kind of, um, Sue Butler is the longtime editor of the dictionary. Um, and she will tell the story behind a particular word or phrase. So in the very first episode, she explains the, um, the origins of the word bloke, which, um, I'm sure you guys would know that word in your parts, but it's much more common here. Um, and sort of compares it to the word guy, which we've also um, adopted here through kind of American English um, coming into Australian English. So um, yeah, I just, I love those, those little histories, those mini sort of potted histories.
0: That's awesome. I, and I feel like with words, it's so, I don't want to say common, but it's definitely something you can dive into with a ton
1: of words. It's just, yeah. The history. So that's that's. Yeah, really cool. we've got a lot of material to. <laughs> although <laughs> you know, word yeah, word histories like they're a funny thing because um, there are a lot of. Well, this is what I've learned through the course of like talking to the editors that um, a lot of the stories we think we know behind a web we don't actually know. You know, mm. the folk etymologies are so um, so common where people come up with a story that sort of feels feels right and that feels like it should explain that word but often the answer is more like origins unknown shrug I'm not sure um and learning to be kind of comfortable with that um is a is a tricky thing people don't really like not knowing the answer you know right Um, but but we do our best we do our best
0: (laughs) now your podcast focuses on is it just Australian English then
1: um well yeah, technically it is. But, um, I mean, obviously we have an enormous amount of crossover with, with other world course, ambushes, yeah. <laughs> Um And we like to talk about um, language in general, you know. So I think it's very accessible for um, through anyone. You don't necessarily have to be um, Australian to, to kind of appreciate it. Sure. Um, although for some of the histories and stuff, you know, it helps because we do have kind of a crazy, roiling mix of influences here, like, you know, the British sort of brought English here. Um, We had all these different British dialects and Irish dialects and working class slang and then um, inputs from indigenous languages. And then we've had inputs from American English because we consume a lot of your media. And then we've come up with a lot of our own creations. So, I mean, Australian English is is pretty nuts. (laughs) Um, But... But yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking right now, right? <laughs> we're communicating right, right. in the same language. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's there's a. I think we we originally when we when we put together what's the kind of tagline for this show it was um, a show about what um, words and language. So that that's what we're trying to do. Well, that's awesome then. Yeah. Now yeah. I guess focusing on
0: Australian English. Then, do you have any like favorite words that you use that maybe? Uh, i guess american listeners coming across wouldn't i guess a <laughs>
1: or anything. Uh, or a um, yeah yeah let me let me have a think um we, we've got tons i'm sure i'm just trying to think of something i recorded recently i, I um, we recorded a segment about um australian slang um or maybe maybe this is a better example so my um my partner's from england and um he often has questions about what things mean that he still, you know, years after moving here encounters in everyday life. Um, and there was a phrase under the pump. Um, did you know that, that term? I do not. I'm not familiar. Yeah. Right. So under the pump is something you say here when you're really busy. So, you know, you were saying earlier, like you're kind of busy right now. So you'd be like, Oh, I'm really, I'm really under the pump at work. That means you're like, you know, under a lot of pressure essentially. Um, and we looked at the origins of that phrase, and it comes from when people would be put under the village pump um, in sort of, let's say, olden days times <laughs> um, to maybe sober them up or to put them under pressure to give the, give you information they didn't want to give you. Um, and somehow we've ended up with it here in this very kind of, you know, innocuous um, use when you're like, you know, stressed at work. Um yeah, but we have lots of um, like words that we've slang that we've come up with ourselves. Um, ocker, have you ever heard the term ocker?
0: I don't think I have. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> that means well, actually cuz it's a very Australian context you probably wouldn't have, but it um it means like you're really Aussie. Like okay. if something's ocker, it's like it's it's extremely Australian. <laughs> um, so yeah, sa- save it for your next encounter with an Australian person, and sure. and see if you can see if you can use it.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll try. i try to remember <laughs> Okay.
1: <laughs> so you can check out the dictionary at Macquarie m a c q u a r i e dictionary com um, and if you go to slash podcast, you'll find our podcast there. But you can find it on um, iTunes and SoundCloud and. Anywhere else you go for your audio content, it's called Word for Word by Macquarie Dictionary.
0: So there you have it, Word for Word. Go check it out, please. It is it is so good, and their season two is going to start soon, and uh, I, I can't wait to hear more of it. So if you like it, go check it out, um, and let me know what you thought of it as well. I, I would love to hear your thoughts on the whole word game and um whether you think it's an interesting topic because i know some people are just like eh, it's just words but other people are really enthusiastic about it and and love learning different words and their origins i mean heck there's there's jobs made for this so it's it's incredibly cool in my opinion and uh yeah it's it's super cool so anyways that'll do it for me on podcast today hope you enjoyed and i'll see you right back here tomorrow